Hello and welcome to Soul Trader, the holistic approach to freelancing. My name is Angelina and we've reached episode 20 of this podcast. I can't believe it. This podcast was mysteriously missing in action last week, so sorry about that. I think what happened was, um, well you you guys know that I was quite ill, I had a very heavy cold a couple of weeks ago, and then once that had kind of gone away and I felt back to normal, I was just kind of rushing around getting everything done and felt really busy and kind of happy to be back to normal, and then all of a sudden it was Sunday and now I realised that I hadn't recorded or edited or done anything towards um, Soul Trader that week, so... Um, yeah, I missed a Sunday, so I'm really sorry about that, but I'm back, I'm healthy, I'm getting organised, and I'm looking forward to today. I hope you've had a lovely fortnight. So we're going to start with a card of the day. Um, I've been doing this in the morning with my Animal Spirit deck. So every morning I've been pulling a card from my Animal Spirit deck by Kim Krantz, and it just kind of gives you a bit of inspiration for the day, something to think about, and um, I've been really enjoying it, and I know that I pulled a few cards on the last podcast, and that was um, quite fun actually. So let me just get the cards out and give them a little shuffle, and we'll see what we come up with for inspiration for today. Just bear with me. Okay, shuffling now. Okie dokie, I'm going to cut the deck, and the top card is Cosmic Egg, okay, I love these ones, I love the, um, like the mystical ones, so all the, all the creatures on these cards are wild animals, and they're arranged into the different elements, so there's water, earth, air, fire, but then there's also spirit, which are these mythical um, eggs and creatures. And it's a beautiful card, this one. I've not pulled this one before, so it's a kind of um, multicoloured, like a colourful egg, and it's got a snake wrapped around it. So just let me look at what this means. Um, cosmic egg. Okay. Completion. Harmony. The infinite within the finite. Okay. This is a really, really nice card to get, actually. The Cosmic Egg is the final card in the journey of the Animal Spirit Deck, and it represents the unfolding of cosmic consciousness. This state emerges after we have tread the path for quite some time, and through self-effort and grace we experience self-realisation. A sense of contentment and oneness spontaneously arises within us, and the veils of our self-limiting beliefs are lifted. When the essence of the cosmic egg has not been activated, they, we may feel as if we will never get there, or that we travel alone, disconnected from others. Even if our encounter with this card is brief, appearing as a momentary glimmer or flash of interconnectedness, its potent energy stays with us. The cosmic egg is a remedy for the fragmentation of modern life. It's through the power of this card that we are reminded of the cosmic contract written at the beginning. We hold on to life, and life holds on to us. The journey is complete, but it does not end. How lovely is that? And 
This corresponds with the seventh chakra. These um, cosmic mystical cards, it looks like they each correspond to a chakra. Um, so let's just have a quick read of this as well. The subtle essence of the cosmic egg resides at the crown chakra at the top of the head. One of the aims of yoga and meditation practice is to channel energy from the base of the spine upward toward Sahasrara. Each of the six lower chakras plays an important role along this journey, and once the final epicentre of consciousness is activated, it is said to radiate the light of a million suns. Well, that is lovely, and I feel like that has got us off to a lovely start. Um, I might just take a picture of this cosmic egg, actually. I some when I do a daily reading, I sometimes put it on my Instagram stories over on angelina.edgerton. So if you want to give me a follow there, you can kind of see what I've been getting. I got elephant yesterday, which is really nice. It was kind of um, uh, clearing the path ahead of you kind of thing. And the elephant represents good fortune and things like that. I just... Yeah, I just really love the way that these cards kind of make you think and um, the way that they can kind of inspire you for that day, so really love them. I have been experimenting with the tarot deck by the same artist as well, um, but what I'm finding is, if I'm just picking one card for the day, some of the tarot cards can have, um, in the guidebook anyway, I know this isn't strictly true, but some of them can have quite negative connotations, whereas with the animal cards it's all very uplifting and inspiring and, you know, checking in whether a certain element of yourself is in balance or not. So I think for the tarot I'm going to look into that and do maybe like more of a spread to kind of get more of a picture of what I'm kind of thinking of, whereas with the cards I just feel like it's really nice to pick one a day not only to help me get used to the pack and just get an idea of all the different meanings, um, but it's just, just something lovely to meditate on, and um, it's just a really nice thing to do in, in the day, really. So that's that. Um, okay, back to real life. <laughs> Hasn't it suddenly got absolutely freezing? I don't know what's happened. The season has just completely changed and I'm suddenly in all of the cosy clothes possible. I'm, you know, leggings, cosy socks, roll necks, coats, hats, scarves, gloves, all the rest of it. Um, but I don't know about you, but I sometimes feel like I'm a bit more productive when the weather's like this because all I want to do is stay inside where it's warm and get stuff done, which is lovely. I'm going to talk about some habits that I'm trying to build a bit later, but um, an area where I do seem to be doing quite well is um, working through my to-do list and not getting too distracted by other things until I've finished that to-do list and then I can kind of chill for the rest of the day. Um, obviously, I mean, I think we all lose time kind of scrolling on our phones. That's still an issue, but um, all in all, I feel like I'm getting into quite a nice habit of just making my to-do list the night before or the day before or whenever, working my way through that, kind of, not rushing through it, but being deliberate and not getting too distracted, and then having that guilt-free chill time in the evening, which I just value so much. I hate feeling guilty, and basically if I haven't done practice and 
admin emails um, over the course of a day, I do feel a bit guilty in the evening, unless it's a Sunday, in which case I'm just going to be chilling where possible. Anyway, it's been my birthday. It was my birthday on Monday, and I'm now 31. I'm over halfway to 60, which is kind of scary. I had a lovely day, actually. Um, in stark contrast to my 30th birthday, which was spent at Matram Hall with my mum and two of my sisters, and then going off to Paris for a few days with Tim. Um, for my 31st, obviously, it's not as big of a deal. So we just kept it really chilled. Tim went off to work in the morning, um, and I used that time to get my practice done. So again, I didn't feel guilty later, still did an hour of practice, so I was really happy with that. Went over to visit my mum and dad, um, actually walked into um, the little high street near where they live, did a bit of charity shopping, and I actually bought a couple of things, which is highly unusual. Um, I got a sort of purple uh, woolly jumper dress to wear over leggings and a roll neck, and that was £5, and I got um, another sort of roll neck, brown, brownie, blacky, um, long roll neck jumper for £3.50 and I'm absolutely thrilled with these things because what I like to do is just have leggings and a roll neck or leggings and a tank top and that's the kind of base that's going to keep me warm and then I put other clothes on top of that. So long tops are great, roll necks are great, um, sometimes I put a dress over that, um, boots, I just, I love dressing for the cold before it gets too cold. Do you know what I mean? Like in January, February, March, it all just gets a bit depressingly cold. But now it's just kind of nice to get the knitwear out. Anyway, so I went charity shopping, bought some stuff, got home, had pancakes for lunch. Oh my God, what a treat. Um, had pancakes and Nutella for lunch. And then Tim and I went for a walk to the library, um, which is about a 25 minute walk away. So I mentioned in my last podcast that I was gonna join the library. So I, thought I'd better join it before I record the next episode. So I'm all joined up. I didn't borrow anything because I'm still currently reading A Handmaid's Tale, which by the way, I mean I'm sure you've all read it. Personally I've never seen the TV show, but but I kind of knew the premise because you know people talk about it. But the book is so good. It's so enjoyable. It's written in a in a style of nothing I've ever really read before. It does remind me a bit of 1984, um, just the way it's kind of really stark and the language is quite simple, um, but it's describing just a totally different world and Margaret Atwood is quite mysterious at the start of the book as to, you know, what, what is going on and how it's all come about and oh, I'm just really enjoying it. It's nice short chapters as well, so you can read one in about 5-10 minutes. Um, so yeah, after I've finished that, I'm going to see if I can borrow the testaments from the library. And I found out that if you want to borrow a book that they don't have, um, it's like 25p to request it, if they then decide to get it, get it in. So 25p to read a book, I think, is really not bad if it means supporting the local library as well. How are you all getting along with His Dark Materials? So we've had two episodes now. I, personally for me, I am absolutely loving it. I think the casting is just amazing, particularly um, Mrs Coulter. Just let me look up who, who plays her. 
I've seen her before in Luther. She's in episode one. Oh, she's in series one of Luther, isn't she? Ruth Wilson. Yeah, she she is amazing as Mrs. Coulter. And the girl who plays Lyra as well, I think is just fantastic. And I just, I do wonder how much you would understand it if you hadn't read the books with, you know, demons and, and all that, but um, really enjoying it. I don't remember reading about that bit where the man goes into, he, he comes into our world, doesn't he, and has coffee with someone. Um, I don't remember reading that in Northern Lights, so I wonder if they've put that in. But I need to reread Northern Lights, I think, just to remind myself of everything. So let me know your thoughts on it if you're watching it as well. Something else I can recommend is um, a podcast, actually. So we know that I love the Hilo, and Fortunately, and this has been recommended on both, I think. It's definitely been recommended on Fortunately. It's called The Missing Crypto Queen, and I've only listened to the first episode and about half of the second episode, um, but it tells the story, the true story of a woman who invented a new cryptocurrency, so along the same lines as Bitcoin, this one was called OneCoin, and she's getting loads and loads of investment, she's promising people they're going to get rich, incredibly rich, incredibly quickly by investing early in this new cryptocurrency, and then she disappears, and hasn't been seen since 2017, so this um, is a really good podcast, and I look forward to finding out what happens in the story. So, busy weekend coming up this weekend, um, so you'll be hearing this on Sunday. Yeah, I've got yoga teacher training on Sunday, so there'll be a, f a future podcast chatting about that. And I'm also, just on another note, I'm also assist I'm still assisting on a Tuesday night at the beginners class. I've done that for three weeks now, and I have to say I am really really enjoying it. Um, the bits I find challenging are, I think I mentioned this before, but um, just kind of approaching people I don't know and just chatting to them easily. Um, it's, it is getting easier to be fair, but um, I'm still getting used to it. I'm definitely getting more used to just kind of observing the class and taking up space, approaching people and offering, you know, mainly verbal adjustments at this point. Um, I'm starting to enjoy that more and more and it's a really full class that I'm assisting so there's not much room to kind of loiter around the edges but yeah it's really good I can I can tell I'm gonna learn so much it's really going to inform my yoga teacher training massively so I've got yeah the teacher training day 9 till 5 on Sunday so that's that's where I am if you're listening to this on Sunday and then the day before, I have a concert in Alderley Edge with Elvira. We're doing um, Berlioz Symphony Fantastique, which is always lovely to do together because Symphony Fantastique is kind of, well, it is the piece that brought Cloud's Harp Quartet together because we, the four of us played it in orchestra together at RNCM when we were all studying there. And we just enjoyed rehearsing together so much. Um, that we carried on and decided to try and play Esther's compositions and just absolutely adored playing and making music together. So um, 
we've got Berlioz to thank for that and his wonderful Symphony Fantastique. So yeah, busy weekend, gig plus yoga teacher training. So what I thought I could talk about today was a few little diet and exercise things that I'm trialling at the moment. So we know that I got married this year, I had my hen do this year, I had my honeymoon this year and I've just been getting into some naughty habits really. Um, before my wedding to be fair I was going to the gym most days and I was having my protein shakes and I was like really happy with how things were going but since the wedding I've not been eating that well and the honeymoon wasn't too bad actually because it was it was a bit of a struggle actually because there wasn't much vegetarian food at the main evening meal so I actually lost a bit of weight on our honeymoon because we were going for lots of walks and things so um, I don't worry about that too much but just to give you an example of a few things I've been doing so firstly I've been very naughty and I haven't been going to the gym as much as I would like to um, I've been trying to cut down having sugar in my coffee because as much as I love 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 coffee I just feel like it's not that great for my body or like my teeth to be having a spoonful of sugar in multiple coffees every day so I've been trying to cut down but with sugar it's so hard to cut down isn't it because it is so addictive and speaking of sugar I've been having Nutella in my porridge which is delicious but again it's just a lot of sugar it's just getting me used to that really sweet taste um, that's just not helping me pursue a healthy lifestyle and um, I've just, yeah, perhaps not been cooking the healthiest food, just maybe um, falling back on what's a bit easier, maybe just having filled pasta or putting a pizza in the oven, you know, things like that. Whereas what I want to be doing is preparing fresh, wholesome meals for the two of us. Um, it's made a bit more difficult by the fact that Tim works till 8pm quite a few nights of the week, but that should not stop me just putting something nice in the slow cooker and making sure it stays warm for when Tim gets home you know so there's a few things there that can definitely be improved and I normally have been weighing myself once a week with Tim's special body analyzer scales and they not only tell you your weight they tell you your body fat percentage and your muscle mass as well so I'm not overly bothered about the weight at this point I'm bothered about my body fat percentage. I would love to get my body fat percentage down to between 25 and 28%. Um, so I did my first weigh-in for a month yesterday and this might be a new section on the podcast, um, a new segment sorry. Um, I might do a bit of a check-in with what my weight, body fat percentage, muscle mass is to just kind of help me keep accountable and just make sure I'm going in the right direction. So the last measurement I did was on the 13th of October. So I was freshly back from the honeymoon really. It was like 10 days after I got back from Lanzarote and my weight was 84.75 kilos. Fast forward to yesterday, my weight was 86.5. So I have put on What's that? 
just under 2 kilos, 1.75 kilos. So that's not ideal, is it? I feel like I kind of knew I'd put on a bit, um, so I just want to stop it in its tracks, basically. Last time I weighed myself on the 13th of October, my body fat percentage was 33.5%, which I was thrilled with, because that's the lowest it's been for ages. Yesterday, it came out as 38.4, and I really don't know how I feel about this, because that is such a big increase. I feel like you'd see that very, very clearly. So I don't know if the scales are sometimes not very accurate um, with measuring your body fat. But if I believe it when it's a good measurement, that means I have to believe it when it's a measurement that I'm less happy with. So what I'm going to do is make sure I weigh myself on a Tuesday. Um, you're not supposed to eat before you weigh yourself, but it's supposed to be 90 minutes after you get up. So on a Tuesday I'll just get up, have a cup of tea, wait to weigh myself and then have breakfast after the weigh-in. So I'm going to be a bit more consistent with that as well. Now then, where's muscle mass? On the 13th of October my muscle mass was 53.5 kilos. So muscle mass you really want to be high if you want your body fat percentage to be lower. So 13th of October it was 53.5. Today, uh, sorry, yesterday, it was 50.65, so again, a loss of about 3 kilos of muscle, and that's because I've not been doing my strength training, not been taking my protein, all those things are definitely contributing factors. So, to combat this, um, I, think, I think the secret is, well, I'm going to experiment with this, but I think if you can change your daily habits, that will make a massive difference. Um, I mean, tell me if you disagree, but I'm trying to replace my coffee with sugar habit with a tea with milk habit, because I don't have to have any sugar in that, and I just feel like it's a little bit better for me. Um, and that's going quite well so far. I like the fact that you can drink tea all day, or at least I have been. Um, Whereas with coffee, I feel like if I drink it after midday, it's getting a bit dodgy with, you know, with regards to sleeping that night. So yeah, I'm really loving getting into the tea life. I've never been one to really have a brew, um, but yeah, it's absolutely fine. And then I'm also quitting putting Nutella in my porridge. I love having porridge in the colder months. It just really warms me up for the whole morning, or well, that's how it feels anyway. Um, so it's going to take a bit of getting used to not having chocolate porridge, but I'm 31 now, and it's time to it's time to eat to live rather than living to eat. That's the one. And um, other little habits. I think as long as I try and eat lots of fruit and veg and a protein shake after each trip to the gym, then I'm going to allow myself a little chocolate in the evening. I've got like a box of Lindor that I received for my birthday and some chocolate truffles as well. So Tim and I will have one chocolate in the evening and that will be our little treat for the day. And then the rest of the day I'm going to do my best to keep it healthy. But yeah, we'll see how it goes. I'll check in again next time I do a weigh-in. Um, it might be the podcast after next because I'm hopefully recording another podcast this weekend before I do another weigh-in. But anyway, so that's kind of diet I'm talking about. 
I'm gonna go back to the gym. <laughs> I was doing so well before I got married, I was literally going almost every day, and that's just kind of fallen by the wayside. I don't know, I guess I was, I don't want to go while I'm ill, or while there's a cold lingering, um, but now that I'm back to full health, I'm definitely ready to be going back. So, I'm not going to kid myself that I'm going to go every day. Um, I'm going to set myself a realistic goal of going on Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays. And Tim has set me up a nice full body workout. I'm just going to quickly tell you what's involved. It's a kind of full body strength training workout because as I'm only going three times a week, there's no point splitting it into... Um, upper body, lower body or push-pull legs, I may as well just do everything every time. So I'll be doing four sets of each of these exercises. So we've got bench press, we've got lat pull-down, we've got kettlebell squats, overhead press with dumbbells, seated row machine and hamstring curl machine or hamstring curls on the ball. So I did that workout this morning with my mum and I feel like it was a really good workout. Several parts of my body feel like jelly and I'm gonna see how I feel tomorrow. But yeah, that's kind of my plan. So tea and milk instead of coffee and sugar, plain porridge instead of porridge with Nutella, lots of fruit and veg, gym three times a week and obviously I've got my yoga class on a Tuesday evening. And I feel like that should be a good start with regards to getting back on track. And I also feel like I have probably witted on for long enough today. So, as ever, thank you so much for checking in. Um, I'm going to leave my contact details in the um, show notes. Feel free to visit me on Instagram at angelina.edgerton. Or, if you want to stay up to date with all my harp-related stuff, um, it's Harpist Angelina. I like to keep those a little bit separate. Uh, I'm also on Twitter at Harpist Angelina, and you know, just come and say hi. Um, that would be lovely, and I will hopefully see you next weekend for episode 21 of Soul Trader. So this is Soul Trader signing off. See ya.